So you're the first guest ever on Renew with Deep Podcast. Welcome. Oh, I'm so excited. Thank you, Dee. <laughs> I've never had a guest before. I always do this solo and I've been meaning to have a guest. But oh, um, okay. I guess the time has not come. And today's the day. Which is really cool. I hope I hope you can hear me properly and there's no background noise. No, so far so good. That's good. That's good. That's great. So I would like us to talk about <laughs> a relationship and specifically like a romantic one. And we're talking oh. about yes. And we're talking about the do's and don'ts. I feel like um, sometimes we're not sure. Like sometimes, I think like this is the most challenging um, aspect of relationships, like to figure out um, Uh whether to stay or to leave like a a dating Uh relationship. And Uh I think you, you... yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm looking forward to hearing your opinion because you are already married. Yeah. So how did it um, go with you? Like meeting, <laughs> <laughs> meeting your husband and deciding on staying with him? Mm, mm. Um, I met my husband when I was 14. That was the first time I saw him in my life. yeah we're in the same church together so um i I went to church on sunday uh actually the church that 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 i was in why i met him at 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 14 and not earlier was because i had been churching somewhere else with with my mother and when my grandmother passed away one of her dying wishes was that her children go back to the church that she got salvation in. So uh, my mom decided to honor her mother's wish and leave the church she was in and go to uh, the church her mother was churching in. And I started the, I think when I was 12, yeah, around about 12 or 13. Um, Yeah, so I was new to the church, so I didn't really know a lot of people and at that time I was uh, when I started I was at their Sunday school program which was separate main uh, church so you literally graduate into the main church and leave Sunday school when you about you know in your early teens then you you sort of have like this okay you're grown up now you move to youth and not Sunday school and that's where I met my husband when I entered youth because he he's older than me. So, I mean, I never saw him or interacted much with him because of the separation, um, Sunday school and youth. But yeah, so we met, we met uh, one Sunday, he was seated next, I was seated and he walked in and he sat next to me. Um, mm-hmm. We didn't, we didn't chat. It was a Sunday service and he offered, yeah. he offered, he offered he asked me if i had offering if i had money for offering my mom was mm-hmm. sitting a couple of benches away because you know now when you youth you don't want to sit with your mom you want to be cool so i was sitting by my <laughs> right <laughs> yeah, yeah and my, friend, my friends went to church that sunday 
so I was sitting by myself um, and I'd forgotten to ask my mom for for, for money for for offering so yes yes I have money to offer and I said no I don't so he says neither do I so he asks his uh, his, uh, his older next to him so he asks the, my sister's friend for for, for money and the sister the sister gave him his friend gave him four and then he gave me two and and, and, he, and, he, and, he, and offered that was the first time I, I saw him and I thought oh my gosh what a polite person what a nice human being and I don't remember seeing him again until I was about 17 and um, and there was a reason for that because my husband's older than me so he was at his late years of of youth. Um, so at mm-hmm. that point, he was he then moved to North West to do his practicals um, after his studies. So I, I didn't see for So that's why I don't I don't recall between that day when I met him and all the other years I don't recall seeing him until he came back. <laughs> um, and he was living back in Joburg because he was in the Northwest. So he studied in the Val, then went to the Northwest. And then, um, yeah, so I didn't see him for like a good three, four years. You know, that that culminated, that was a combination of his studies and his practicals. Um, yeah, so about four years, yeah. Um, so yeah, um, and when he came back... So when he... did the magic happen? When did he yeah. officially so... ask you out? <laughs> So, I mean, he came back and he okay. liked to go out, you know, for, for lunch or whatever. And oh, to went just to hang out, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, to just, just, just hang out. And he had dropped off his parents at a conference not too far from my house. Um, mm. So he was, was like, oh no, I'm dropping off my parents at a conference about 30 minutes away from your house. Um, so yeah. whilst they're at the conference, maybe we could have lunch and just chill and, you know, and I was like, yeah, cool. It was, it was a Saturday. I was at home. It was like, yeah, yeah. No. So we went to, to McDonald's and we chilled and had a, a long conversation. It was, it was nice. That was like the first conversation I had. And I remember when you dropped me off at home, I just knew, I was like, that's, that's, that's the man for me. Uh, but we never really? dated until... Yeah, no, I knew then. And I was like 19 at the time. So I was 19, wow. I was 30. Uh, and we never... Um, we never... We never... I was about 20... 26. 26, yeah. Oh! <laughs> Yeah, we were just friends. Um, there was a whole lot of flirting though <laughs> during that time. Okay. Um, um, yeah, and, and I think we liked each other. We enjoyed each other's company. Um, yeah, and I mean, and we experienced a lot of life together as as friends. But I knew that I really, I really liked him a lot. I really did. So yeah, and then at 26 he came 
Um, and I think he knew that I liked. Actually, I know he knew that I liked him as more than just friends. He knew. Uh, so in the twenties, I mean, I'd given up that he'd ever asked me out. So I, I then decided to just move on with my life and, and you know, just you know, whatever. He's just not serious with me. He'll never make that leap from friendship into a relationship. So I moved on with my life. I carried on studying. I started working. I was, uh, you know, I was living my life. And then he just mm-hmm. came to my work this one time. He, you know, he asked, he called me. I remember it was a winter's morning. And mm-hmm. he called me. I'm so shocked because I hadn't spoken to him in months. In like, almost like a year or something. It's been a long, long time I hadn't spoken to him. And then he just, yeah, and he just called me. I remember it was, I, rem, I remember it was a winter's morning and he was like, hi, are you, are you at work? And I'm like, yeah, I just parked. What's up? Yo, I haven't spoken to you in a while. It's like, yeah, yeah, I just, I just really need to talk to you. I'm like, are you okay? Is everything okay? It's like, yeah, yeah, I just mm. need to speak to you. So I was like, okay, let me just go um, check in at work. Normally at work, I'd go, you know, you check in and then you go down and you get some breakfast, you know, get some coffee before you start your day at work. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and then I'll, I'll, I'll meet you downstairs. There was a wimpy where I used to work. So I was like, I'll meet you downstairs by the wimpy, get some toast or something. I was like, okay, cool. And then, yeah, he met me there and hi, hi, how are you? Great, great. Oh, I haven't seen you in a while. You're good, good. You know all the activities. And then he just said, "Well, I I came here today to tell you that, yeah, I I really love you, and I I be my wife." And, uh, what? <laughs> yes. I was like, "What?" I was like, "You're crazy." That's crazy. <laughs> what? He's like, "Yeah, um, yeah, I'm not going to settle that all this." I, I love you and um, and I see a future with you and I, I want you to be my wife. I obviously I was like no why after so long you've known for a long time that I was really into you. We've had loads of conversation. We've I mean we've experienced so much in life together. We've had so many ups and downs. You knew how I felt about you, you know. Um, why now? Why now when I'm I'm basically over you and at the time I was actually dating someone else crazy enough um, wow. and I was someone else and I'm relationship why now and he he was like right time and he just felt and like no. I can respect um, my relationship he Um, I'll wait for you as long as I can. Yes, I lost you there for a second. Um, but now I can hear you again. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 
Yeah, so he said he'd respect my relationship, uh, and but he'll wait for me for as long as possible, you know, for as long as it takes. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you insane? What if I end up marrying this guy? What if... You know? And he says, oh, then that's when I will give up. But until then, um, I'll wait for you. Um, and and so we can though. be friends. He's like, no, but we can be friends. I was like, how can... We can't be friends when, you know? Anyway, <laughs> I married someone else. Yeah, you know, but if, you know, you're in a relationship with someone else, and someone else comes and tells you that they want to marry you, it just puts a spanner in the works. But anyway, three months later, um, I broke off the other relationship, and I, and yeah, I, I was with, I was with my husband, and we went through a two-year process of. Um, aligning and so that we could uh, get married and we got married yeah four years ago yeah almost four years ago in January we got married so yeah that's that's my story oh wow it's a beautiful story and it's a very interesting one um (laughs) nothing I've heard before Nothing. It wasn't beautiful when it was happening, but I suppose, in retrospect, all things work out for the good. I suppose. That's the thing because I I have difficulty like mm-hmm. understanding or focusing because there's there's the whole issue of meeting someone and sometimes you are in that zone of just putting your focus on just one aspect of the relationship and Mm. that may feel so good but Mm. the day something else shows up usually Mm. um the relationship suffers because maybe there was like this um amazing physical attraction and that was all the either was in the relationship and then mm. now maybe an issue of spirituality comes up one day mm. and and the whole thing like collapses because you realize that it was just in one aspect relationship and mm. your whole f- energy was focused on one on one in one area therefore now you're struggling how to be with this person because you know Mm-mm-mm. in in a different aspect because you only know one part so that's why I wanted us to have this discussion to know how to balance your focus because I feel mm. like sometimes and it's not like you we intentionally get into these things it's not like your mm. intention is ever to focus on one thing it just happens that the conversations and how you relate with the person is always mm. one dimension yeah you yeah. know no, I, so I, I wanted I, I wanted to 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 hear from you to hear from mm-hmm. someone else how they deal with these kind of things and how they handle it. Yeah, and how do they know when to let go? Because, like I'm saying, that sometimes you getting along with someone, everything is feels good until, mm. um, yeah, until there's a challenge. You you find out that maybe they don't believe in God at all. <laughs> and you've already invested, like, in the physical attraction. Do mm. you just walk away? Is it that too big of a deal? Yeah. No, definitely. Um, definitely that's a big, big deal breaker for, 
for anyone who who's Christian. I think not believing in in two cannot work together unless they agree. Um, and you know you cannot be unevenly yoked with someone in in a marriage. Um, and I just think in in life in generally, you know, it's 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 better for yourself uh, for you guys to draw from the same source, you know, um, especially in such an integral part of life, um, which is your faith. So I think the way we approach relationships to begin with is is flawed. Um, I, I can attest that the way I approached my relationship with my husband was flawed and mm-hmm. thank God for his grace. Um, we ended up married and, and happy. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I, I can say in retrospect um, that the whole dating process is flawed, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I think as an individual, it's it's important for you to know what what it is that you that you want, you know. In in knowing what you want, it needs to also be mm. uh, governed or determined by your positioning in Christ. So uh, the world will tell you you must have a list, and this person must meet that <laughs> list, or or whatever the case may be, you know. Um, right it's yeah i mean it's yeah it's some of the things that people list they're ridiculous uh but i think if there is a list that you are to have it's the one that which should be determined by the holy spirit uh, in in time to spend with him that what is what is good for you because there's so much that you may want but it's not necessarily good for you you know paul says all things are permissible, but not all things are beneficial. So, I mean, he knows that you may want a lot of things um, in a partner, but not all of those things would be beneficial for you and the relationship that you're trying to have. So I think spending time with the Holy Spirit and saying, what is it that I need? I mean, if the Bible says um, no one knows God more than his Holy Spirit, what, I mean... <laughs> No one knows you more than God's Holy Spirit, then you know, because He created you. So, spending time with the Holy Spirit, you will know exactly what it is that you should be wanting from 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 a marriage, from a relationship, from from anything in life in general. So, I think going with that approach into relationships, then you are able to curb your flesh and the attraction that you might have. I'm not saying that having attraction is not important. It is. Um, I'm not saying um, having, you know, things that you both like, people say compatibility is not good. Yes, but they cease to be a priority when um, the Holy Spirit has determined what the priority that you should be looking for. And I think it's it's what you put up this morning as part of your sta- status about discipline. You know, it's 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 discipline is being able to prioritize, not necessarily something that you you may want, but you know, it's something that is really important and good for you. You know, at the end of the day. Yeah. 
Yes, but my challenge is when you're presented with the situation because I know a friend of a friend who mm. um, got together with someone who had a mm. different belief to them. Yeah. And she married him anyway. And throughout the years, he then turned around and started being a believer in Christ. That's why I'm saying, yeah. when? Do, how do you know when to let go? Because this is very tricky because sometimes... Um, mm-hmm. The person doesn't come packaged as a believer already, but through you, be, through your conduct, they then yeah. Um, yeah. get Christ and they become, you know, yeah. attracted to him and, and they come to him. So that's why I'm saying this thing is very mm-hmm. tricky and we don't speak about these things as Christians. We always shy away from this thing and we always make it look like it has to come packaged that way. And I'm yeah. saying... But how do yeah. we know? You know, how do yeah. we know? Because it doesn't always come looking the way we would like it to look. With no, the listing I've given up, like I don't know, I haven't had a list in years. Like <laughs> I, I, I'm done with the list situation because you keep confusing yeah. your own self, you know, because you don't even know your own yeah. self that well. Me knowing yes. myself as a single person doesn't mean that I know how I am in a relationship because it's a yeah. totally different setup. So you yes. can't even claim that you know your, yourself well enough to know what you need because mm-hmm. you don't know yourself as mm-hmm. a couple. You know yourself mm-hmm. as a single. And no way you can know yourself as a couple outside a, a relationship or a marriage. Yes. Because you, no, this person has true. to be, be there for you yeah. to know who you are with them, you know? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's why I want us to, to speak about this difficult conversation because... It's really challenging. Yeah. It's really challenging to always assume that things should be one dimensional, that because God did things the way he did them with you, it means that's, that's yeah. the standard way of God doing things, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think that's why I said spending time with the Holy Spirit would let you know what, or, or what it is that you need, even from a relationship, right? So I mean, there's cases even the in the Bible um, where people marry prostitutes. <laughs> Wasn't it Hosea mm. who married a prostitute? Isn't it in the lineage of of Jesus himself? There's 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 a prostitute, right? Um, so uh, it, even God, Rahab, sorry, even yeah. Rahab came from yeah, yeah. Who, yeah, who ended up converting and yeah. But what what, yeah. what what I'm saying is that just because God used water today doesn't mean that tomorrow he's, he's going to use water to, to bring you closer to him or to do a miracle in your life or to to show up in your life in the way that you need him to show up in your life. He, he, he will mm-hmm. do so. He's not contained. You know, he's, he, he's not contained. He's God. So, no, th- there's mm. definitely truth to that. But... Um, sometimes we should also be very wary of not wanting to make God fit into the box of whatever relationship that we may find ourselves in and say, and use someone else as a case study to say, if D, it worked out with her marrying someone who was not a believer, then it can work for me. Uh, because mm. that, but that's not your 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 portioning 
I'll I'll give you I'll give you an example. There's a point in my life where I I struggled. Uh, I'd say, I mean, very blatantly, I said struggled with envy and jealousy of a friend of mine, and I mm-hmm. was dealing with, um, with that envy because I felt like I should be where this person is because I've invested and put in my life as much as this person, right? That mm-hmm. in a box thing, done it for this person, then you must do it for me in the same way, right? Yeah. Yeah. But then the spirit came down on me hard and disciplined me about that mentality. And I had to move from that mindset where he said, you don't know that the blessing that this person has based on where the, 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 the giftings and, and challenges and everything that she's faced, you don't know what mm. God is doing with her. So for you to try and juxtapose your life against that person is incorrect mm-hmm. and, and God demonstrated a situation in her life and asked me which was a, a tough struggle for this individual and asked me would you have been able to deal with that if you want the blessings that come with her life and to be honest wow. when I said back I wouldn't have been able to deal with that tough struggle that this individual friend of mine had. you just want God. the outcome hey yeah yes I just wanted the outcome but the struggle that she had to go through mm. in, in, in her life. Because we looked at, I looked at it from, you know, like, you know, she struggled at school. I also struggled, you know, late night assignments. It's hard. But it's God doesn't work linear. It's not a linear thing. It's not just that. There were other aspects of her life that contributed mm. to the of how her life has come out as right now. Yeah. So... Yeah. And so I got that harsh discipline. And sometimes we also do that with relationships. We look at someone else's relationship and we say, no, if if it works for that person, that means it, it's going to work for me. I mean, I can do this. But you don't know that it it had to be specifically Hosea who married the prostitute, not David, you know. It had to be specifically Hosea and not Moses or, you know, and even when it comes to the to the flip side, you know, it had mm-hmm. to be specific mm-hmm. to me who met my husband at 14 and had to, to have a crush on him since I was 19 and wait 10 years before we actually got married. It had to be specifically mm-hmm. me and not just anybody else. And I think it's that sitting down with the Holy Spirit to find out what is meant for you. Because what is specifically meant for you it 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 will it will manifest in the best possible way if you are in line and in step with the Holy Spirit, right? So yeah, yeah we it's hard for us to to wait, and it's and because we're in the flesh, we're constantly wrestling. You meet a guy, you like him, everything is flowing, everything is is nice, and it's just oh my gosh, this guy has to be the one. And as you go on and things start to unravel, you then find the out Holy that Spirit says, nah, he's not. Nah, he's not. <laughs> and now you're invested. Now your heart is in there. And now you are just, you can't, you're just like, but God. And we even use things that God wouldn't make me fall in love with him if he wasn't the one. You know, we, we, we give ourselves excuses why we would stay in that situation. Um, but 
<laughs> no, it was just your infatuation. <laughs> it was just your 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 want, your yeah, it was just you. <laughs> so But I, I, I like what you said earlier about no about knowing it was him when you met him. Like yeah. you know that knowledge that is within you. It's it's not something that someone needs to tell you or you know, it, it's not about <laughs> him doing things to prove um his love his love for you to you but it was the yes. knowing that was already built in i think that just stuck with me because that's what i've been experiencing with god like in other areas of my life though like yeah. i know that i know Please. and i'm i i believe in that thing and i don't need yeah. anybody's approval or anyone to tell me if it is true or not because i feel like the core of my being yeah. as the knowledge of that which reminded me of how god said um we will we will know him and he has his word already written in our hearts and yeah. Yeah. i find that so beautiful because now i realize that whatever god says he backs up yeah like he no. always proves it having that, that is... knowledge so maybe yeah. that's that's the thing that we actually need to focus on mm. the mm. knowing like go within yourself and see if the the thing that is happening already exists in you because mm. i don't know i feel like everything about me is already mm. in me and mm. like god was saying when um through david in that psalm i think it's psalm 119 verse 105 where he says um he knitted us together in our mother's womb mm-hmm. like in secrecy like yes i feel like my being already knows what needs to happen mm-hmm. with my life without me like i'm the one who needs to catch up because you know <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm the yes. one that's just all over the place but my yeah. inner being has this knowing um, thank you for that yeah. because now i'm answering my own questions <laughs> um that inner being like yes. when something happens it's almost like it is a mirror situation like what i'm seeing matches what my heart knows type situation i don't yes. know if that makes sense can you understand definitely like my I... heart recognizes what my eyes sees because my eyes has had this thing when i was knitted together it's words yeah. that already existed in me yeah you you tempted us why did i have to wait for 10 years you know why didn't you just show me when i was at the right stage to get married and say okay this is the guy for you in a couple of months why the agony of waiting 10 years you know and in retrospect god made me wait for 10 years to keep me mm-hmm. from from so much you know um as i said i was spiritually oblivious at the time it's not like i was a steadfast christian and you know i still i was young and i was in varsity and i wanted to have fun like all my other friends I wanted to party I wanted to drink I wanted to be out there and to meet guys i wanted to i wanted to be just like any normal secular child even though i knew jesus all i all, all i cared about is like okay i'm saved that's great i'm going to heaven as long as i don't kill when i anyone. die right <laughs> i want i die to hear heaven and i keep the 10 commandments but hey let me enjoy my youth you know um yeah. so but you know, i i i think of 
how waiting that 10 years has saved me for from from so much it it saved me mm-hmm. from a lot of things you know being in and out of relationships uh experiencing heartbreak um i didn't have much of that and i'm not saying that i didn't have flings you know guys that i had crushes on and all of that stuff mm-hmm. but i never mm-hmm. really had a significant love of my life other than mm-hmm. my husband you know so all the other all the other guys that came along or anything they were just temptations <laughs> that they were really just like temptations along the way uh, they never really were a deal and it saved me because you know you know heartbreak is something that's very devastating um yeah. having ties you know because when you're young and you're not really that you know clued up you you tend to mm. fall into the t- wanting to sleep with these guys because you want to keep them and whatever it it saved me from all of that stuff because i knew that i just i wanted to be with this guy you know and mm. um so in retrospect you understand why god kept you showed you this to keep you from a whole lot of other devastations you might have had to deal with um mm. it's such a critical time of your life you know um and 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 to 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 maintain a, a sanctity around marriage because god really um values marriage as much as he values singlehood he, he values marriage you know so both needs to be kept um pure as possible so um yeah uh, i just i just really in retrospect I if if I could I wish if I could go back in time I wish I would just tell my younger self to just wait don't even fall for all the other temptations don't even go any other way just God has deposited this word in your heart stay steadfast carry on with your life enjoy your life do whatever um that is permissible <laughs> that is beneficial you know what I mean not permissible that is beneficial but I don't sweat it and and don't look around don't like Josh you know when when God says to Joshua don't look to the left nor to the right but fix your eyes on me I wish I could tell the 19 year old me that it would have saved me from a lot a lot of things uh that I that in the 10 years became frustrations for me but uh, nevertheless um we made it here and Yeah, I just like to just encourage anyone who's in a relationship to um don't do it the way that other people have done. Don't do it the way I've done it, you know. Do it do it the way that the Holy Spirit is telling you to do it. And don't don't mix your emotions and and your flesh and try to persuade God to give you what you want how you want it. You know, don't blackmail right. don't blackmail the holy spirit because and because you're already in love with someone don't do it um it's only for your own detriment you know um so yeah beautiful. it's funny because you we've already like answered my last question i was going to ask you what you would have told your younger self but i yeah. guess the holy spirit <laughs> like he's always ahead of me hey <laughs> 
No, I would, I would, I'd you know, definitely. Like, just go tackle. ahead, girl. Just go ahead and just, you know. Yeah. No, I would definitely tell the young to to take a chill pill. Wait. Honestly, right. yeah. I I was actually telling a friend of mine that you know I've got a son now. Um, he's only sixteen months, so he's still a baby. But I was telling oh. a friend of mine that you know if I could, I I I would like my son. I would really would prefer an arranged marriage for my son. And I know it seems so primitive and outdated and but there's no there's no fuss of going in and out of relationships of you know all of that stuff. There's actually there's no fun in it, you know. I I just wish that God would give me uh, the wisdom that he was able to give Abraham when he chose a wife for 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 Isaac to say go here uh, to seventy he, he, he said go to these people the you know the Holy Spirit says the woman who will do ABC that's the one for for my son and I I wish I, would, I could do the same for my for my son so that Edenai Magambo and be like yes that's the one. <laughs> yes this is the one and then they get married and and you know and not have yeah all these stories that we that we experience as young people um going in and out of of yeah i don't think a lot of us will believe i mean i'm sharing this my story my testimony but a lot of us don't will not believe it. We want to experience it. I know I if I heard this, I wouldn't I would be just like, mm, yeah, thanks. Good for you. But I still I still want to do Later, things. I still have yeah. exper- experimenting to do. <laughs> oh, you still want to do things the more conventional way. Uh, you still wanna yeah. date, you still wanna see other people, you still want to, you know, a lot you still want to do all of that stuff. Um, and, you know, you said something interesting about the person that you are when you're in a relationship, you don't know that person. You you don't know how you'd be when you're in a relationship. Mm. I, I want to take it a step further to say that even if you are in a relationship, the person that you are in a relationship and in a marriage is two different people, you know? Mm. Um, it, it's as if, when you enter into marriage, you certain things about your yourself and about your partner just gets unleashed within marriage. So the person that you thought you were when you were dating and the person that you are when you get married, they they worlds apart. Ask any married because person. It's a journey. I guess yeah. God it's, specifically says you become, guys. I think we 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 we, we lose this word in the process. Yeah. It says you become. It doesn't say you already are. And I yeah. always cringe when people keep saying, don't lose yourself in a marriage or a relationship. Like, how is that even possible? Because I still need <laughs> to become. I'm not yet yeah. where I need to be. But if I hold on to the self, how am I ever going to, to be what I need to be? Yeah. You know? You know what? The, the, the craziest thing is that before you get married, God wants you to be whole, you know, wants you, be, wants you to be complete. So you yes. are this, you're this self-fulfilled human being, you know, you, 
you love God, you you so besotted by Him, and you you are one. You are just an individual. Upelele, you're complete. Mm. Right? Yep. That coming, and you know, it takes a long time to become that one complete. When the come on, you know, like the individual that you are, it takes you such a long time to to self actualize into that person in especially in your spiritual walk right and some of us don't even get to that self-actualization until much later even inside of our marriages or, or later on in our lives but the little that you know and are certain about and and the confidence that you that you have and in in the individual that you are it's so difficult then to get married and then do the becoming because it took so much to become the individual. Now God is saying, break it down. It, it's literally like, you know, when Christ says, you know, when they were, they said, he said, I will break down this church and I will build it in three days. Yeah, and they yeah, thought, yeah. like he's insane. Like it took years <laughs> for this church to be put together and, and then he's going to break it down and put it together in three days. Like it doesn't make sense. It's the same uh-huh. thing. You look at this you that you've taken years, brick by brick, cement by cement. God worked on you. Uh, God waited patiently on you until you you were like, yes, okay, God, we're in step now. And now that it's a full church, full, 100%, and then God says, break it down. Because now you're married. It's insane. It's like, what? Break it down. And that's what causes the biggest friction and uh, and a lot of chaos that comes within uh, the relationship in a marriage is that becoming one because there's a lot of breaking down so that you could become one a lot of chiseling that has to be done um, so that you become you become one it's it's a journey and it's it's not an easy one it's a it's a difficult one which is then why it's so important that you know it's it's difficult on its own why would you want to add on by having someone that you're unevenly yoked with why do you want to add on to that with someone that you have different belief systems you 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 are just you know just worlds apart in your value systems and principles it then you're adding on to something that is already difficult and I don't know why why we why we willingly want to do that and call it love. It's not love. It's 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 and say, no Maranyam Tanda, no, I'm I'm just in love with him. You're infatuated by him and infatuated by the idea of this person and you're infatuated by the idol you've created in your head about the relationship that you, you want to have with this person. You know, you've created an idol of a marriage or of a relationship with with this human being. It's not the human being that you love because if you knew how difficult it is, <laughs> I don't think you, you'd willy-nilly just say, yeah, you know, um, I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to, yeah. But the thing is, what I usually find interesting is that when you're in a situation... And mm. you 
your heart is really looking for, for God or for Christ in the situation. Mm. It becomes easy to differentiate between something that you just want for the fun of it versus the truth. I'm saying mm. this because, like I'm saying again, your heart knows the truth. Because I've been mm. in a situation where I saw something happen between me and someone and I knew that it's a, it's a lesson that I need to learn for later and it was not meant mm. for me to experience with the person. Mm. Like, mm. like I'm saying, you get that knowledge. You, you don't know where it comes from. You just have this knowing mm. that, okay, God wanted to reveal that he has put this in me for me to enjoy, but not now. Mm. Not with this person. And mm. when, you, when you turn against that thing and you, you, you just want to enjoy, like you were saying about the stubbornness and you want to enjoy with this person, you always know that it won't be long term. Yeah. You will be in a situation where you're enjoying, but um, it's yeah. going to end in tears because <laughs> <laughs> the thing is not with that person. And sometimes yeah. this thing is beautiful, yet it can be frustrating at times. Because, okay, why did you show it to me with this person when I'm supposed to have it with someone else? <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. It is. But um, I guess that's the beauty of God. Like, I feel like the more I hear about God and what he does, the more I fall in love with him and the more I'm fascinated by him because now I realize that there's like a never-endingness about his creation and the things that he has in store for us. Like, Mm. I see glory, guys. I see glory because what he is and how he is is eternal and is pleasurable and it's beautiful mm-hmm. and mm. like you were saying you only get to experience the fullness of these things when you choose to be patient and mm. i think sure. another thing we really need to learn is that if you want to deal with god have the understanding that it is an ever crushing down and building up relationship mm, i think people get that right. ever <laughs> so don't be in a space where you feel that you have built what needs to be built and you want to hold on to it i think you have mm. missed the idea of god like you've yep. missed everything yep no you you've you've hit the nail on the head with that one um You know, you actually start getting scared when you reach the point of being comfortable because you know that God's about to do something else and you're like, oh, Lord, (laughs) you know, uh, you're just like, oh. Is this the part where I let go? Is this the part where we crush down? (laughs) Um, uh, But it's always for greater and, and, um, you know, it's always for a greater cause and a greater purpose uh, aligned to his to his will um so you you've hit the nail on the head and i i just i just really wish um and especially for women because we uh, i'll take it from my experience and an experience of women who are, who are around me and not speak for every woman but from from my experience with with the women that have been around me we we tend to be very emotional about this decision of being in a relationship. And we tend to be very compromising about the person that we end up 
being with. And I mean, and when I say compromising, I don't mean like necessarily that we settle for someone that we, we, we don't really uh, love, but we, we, we compromise on our spiritual relationship uh, for a physical relationship with this man that we want to be with. Our hearts are just like so invested. So we, we compromise there because we need this, this to be fed. Um, it, you know, it, it is it is so weird because after waiting ten years, with the emotional the, gratification, like you know, emotional gratification. So it's mm-hmm. it is so weird because I waited ten years. My husband and I then got married, and so remember, I played in my head so many times how our marriage would be like. So I'm getting married right. to this indi- to this individual, and 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 I'm I'm such an affectionate person. And I get married to this person mm. who doesn't understand affection. And you're just like, mm. oh God, 10 years. And then this person doesn't even understand affection. He doesn't understand the need of me constantly wanting to hold him, hug him. He just doesn't get it. He's just like, what's going on here? Do you know what I mean? And, and mm. it's, that thing that, it's that thing that you were talking about earlier that building up crashing down building up and you and and it's like okay god what is it that you're trying to teach us now in this relationship about uh, me loving this affection and me and me not being able to get the affection that i want in this marriage what does that mean and that's the kind of um leaning on christ that he wants us to have even before the marriage to say okay, God, I'm meeting this human being. I'm feeling these feelings that I'm feeling for them. What is going on? Let's talk. Let, let Tell me what's happening. And we don't do that. We feel it. We like it. Um, you know, the other day I was saying, you know, once you appease your flesh and your emotions, the Holy Spirit goes quiet because your your emotions and your flesh will scream far louder than the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is not in the in the habit of screaming and being loud. Or competing. Actually, like it doesn't compete. Like, no. I know Spirit who I am. I'm confident in myself. So go exactly. do your thing when you're done. Exactly. Um, so when we'll the minute this. we start feeling, yeah. So the minute we as women start feeling, and I've experienced it with other women in my life, with, oh, you know, I felt like, you know, and, and I've never felt like this before. We use those words like, oh, and it just felt so incredible. Right. And I, yeah, it was the first time I felt like this. And then we're like, okay, but did you stop? Like after you felt all of that, which is not wrong. Yes, feel it, babe. It's okay. Take a step mm. back and, and do the priority check. Christ, I'm feeling mm. like this. You know, I'm feeling feelings I've never felt before. You know, is this just my 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 emotions taking me away from where you want me to be or where it's good for me or is this genuinely where I'm supposed to be and we don't do that we we then compromise and then we get into these relationships that later on hurt us um and and they might not hurt us in the short term where you get into a relationship and you get heartbroken we get into marriages and those marriages sometimes end in in divorce you know, mm. and divorce for those who have 
been through it, um, would say that it's worse than death, you know. Um, so it's that hard. And I don't know why, why we wouldn't just take a step back. Um, and I'm asking this of myself as well, that, you know, why don't we all just take a step back before going in emotions first and, you know, love is the most rational thing you can ever do. God, God rationally made us. God rationally loves us. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a haphazardness. It's like, it's not a, it's not like, it's not haphazard, man. It might be a reckless love, but even that recklessness, love of Christ of dying for us. I mean, who dies for somebody else? It's like, it's insane, but he, it's well thought out. It wasn't, it's not, it's not, it wasn't, it wasn't by accident. It wasn't a mistake. It wasn't a, oops, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, now I'm going to, now I'm going to die. Oh, now I have to die for them. Oh, snap. You know, God just but didn't like make was... plans. Like, like, he's not winging it. God doesn't yeah, love yeah, us yeah. by winging You know, it, it, it's purposed. And so should our love. It should be rational. Hence, I'm saying this relationship is always about um, crushing down and building up, which now mm. has given me a new um, revelation about mm. the death and the resurrection of Christ, that it's an example of what God's love is. It's about mm. dying to the old and the depressing and the, and the, um, you know, the depriving situation that mm. we're in to be resurrected into the new life and the new love mm. and the everlasting love of Christ. So, so I'm saying I feel like the relationship with God is always about dying and resurrecting. If you're not on for, in for that, like just, you know, don't bother. Yeah. <laughs> because even Christ is that. The death and resurrection. Right. No, I totally agree. And and there's no better example that you will experience in your life than in a marriage, in a you know, because you trust me, honey, you die every day in a marriage. <laughs> every single day you're like, hmm, okay, let me just uh, die to self here. Let me be selfless, you know. Um it's it's that fine balance um, of, of of selflessness um, and and loving someone and and wanting to be fulfilled as well, you know. Um, yeah, I think yeah. it's also and, a beautiful and, and have... picture of like being in agreement because it mm. always requires you to be considerate of someone else. Love is about someone else you can't love by yourself on your own yeah yeah you are you, you are able to love when it is more than you in the room so i feel like mm. that's why maybe marriage is so beautiful because mm. it's impossible to to experience it by yourself yeah it has to be i mean something you want to die for something you want to have an experience with true. you know it is yeah. a more than uh, one person situation no, I, 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 I totally agree. Um, I just wish that we, we would get a more, and I think platforms like the, like these, they help us to get a more realistic understanding of self, understanding of ourselves in relationships, and 
and even in um, in marriages. Um, and instead of and and we we able to um, dissect it and not just maybe Avantabatala before us they just didn't have the vocabulary to explain yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it always seemed like it was very one-sided where they would tell you what's ubegezel and it would seem like it's a, it's a woman thing, ubegezel, you know. Yeah. But ubegezel, it's not just a woman thing. Yeah, I Everyone guess that's why God has prepared us, for, prepared us for this time and this long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you so 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 very much, Luanda. No, thank you, Tiff and Vitamins. For sitting down with me and for like putting yourself out there and for sharing yourself with all of us. And yeah, I hope some someone will hear you and there will be help, you know. So I'm I'm so grateful for your time. Thank you so much. You have a lovely one. (laughs) Thank Thank you, my darling. Bye. Thanks, Leander. Bye.